my loves. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my dating and relationship podcast with Chantal Hyde, your lovely host S with the most S. And today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, which is delete, delete, delete. Yes, indeed, my loves. Today, I'm going to help you clear your space so that you can bring in the goodness that you are looking for, that soulmate experience, that love experience, that goodness, the goodness. Because listen, my friends, you cannot have what you want if you are allowing what you don't want. This is such a huge key lesson that you need to learn if you haven't learned it yet. That there's only so much space in your life. There's only so much space in your brain. There's only so much space in your soul. And you need to get rid of the bad so you can have the good. And I want you to have the good. Because I believe in karma. And I know that what you create within yourself will come back to me if I helped infect you with that. So let's get started, shall we? So I have been talking a fair bit about this. And, and here's how I keep seeing it popping up over and over again in your lives. So there's two ways that I see it. There are the people who really just don't feel strong enough to just put a stop to it. And there are the people who kind of get a little bit fired up themselves and sort of, you know, feel a little bit alive with this kind of interaction. And, you know, this, this aliveness that we get with negativity, I understand it. You know, it gets the circulation going, it gets your brain going, it gets your insides amped up. And it makes you feel like you're just a little bit more in touch with, with your world in a way because it just kind of grounds you in the moment. But it's, it's not a positive moment. It's not a positive grounding. And a soulmate experience is a positive thing. It's not that there's never going to be any negativity to it because in a soulmate experience, there is growth. And growth is uncomfortable. And when you have those moments where you're like battling between your ego and between what needs to happen, so the thing in your mind that tells you that you're right versus the reality of how you're not actually right, you know, those moments are uncomfortable and they do happen in a soulmate experience because soulmates are here to help us grow. And before you start saying, oh gosh, Chantal, you're so hokey pokey, all this soulmate talk. Listen, guys, I I couldn't even say I believed in soulmates until I met my husband. Um, you know, up until that point, I'm, I am a scientific person. And I talk about spiritual things because I've experienced them. You know, I think, therefore, I am. And, and if I've experienced it, then I, I kind of have to believe it, right? And... You know, I people would say, do you believe in life after death? And I'd say, well, I'll find out when I die. And people would say, do you believe in soulmates? And, and I'd say, well, you know, I don't know. Like, I believe that 
there are people out there who are meant to cross our paths to help us grow, but soulmate, I don't know about that. You know, but then I met my husband and oh my God, did that ever change my opinion about soulmates? Because as bad as it got, there was a message, there was a deep, deep, deep fundamental message between us that I could feel that if we could clear the static, it would be so good. And I was right. I was right. Once we cleared the static, oh my God, guys, it's been four years since our last fight. Wow. You know, just saying that, it makes me choke up. Like, it just can't get any better. It just, and, and I keep thinking it can't get any better, and it just does. Because we keep adding goodness on top of goodness on top of goodness and like attracts like. And that is your lesson for today. That what you have, what you cultivate, what you allow is what will come. And the universe is listening and it's watching. And your behaviors are telling it what to send you. And this is where delete, delete, delete comes in. Now, some of you have difficulty with the delete, delete, delete. Some of you are online, you're doing online dating, and you have guys pop up. And I mean, your first mistake is you're responding to low levels of responses. You're responding to the hi, to the how are you, to the hey, you're beautiful. You know, and some of you are feeling good about that because you click on their profile and he looks good on papers maybe it's a good looking guy you know it's just kind of this is the sort of person that when you glance at them you think oh this is the kind of person I want to get in a relationship with and so you respond to that and then they, it's not long before they're like hey send me a picture send me another picture send me a picture of your boobs here's a picture of my dick and you're letting it happen in a way. Like you're not deleting as soon as it gets insulting. You're not deleting as soon as it's not what you want. You're not deleting as soon as it's demanding, as soon as it's angry, as soon as, as, soon as they're showing that they want to control you. You're not deleting and you're being polite, too polite. You're saying, hey, this is a, you know where I'm going with this instead of simply deleting. You're trying to show someone or tell someone or teach someone how you want to be treated, but you're doing this towards people who don't care to treat you right in the first place. And so you're taking part in negativity just because you're too nice to extract yourself from it the moment it starts to happen. And I'm telling you guys, you need to shut it down the moment it starts, the moment, the moment it is low level, you just, you, you delete that. I'm going to lose my mind here. <laughs> you delete it. You delete the low level because soulmates are not low level. Soulmates are hard working. Soulmates are effort. You know, but you're responding to the low level and then. And then you're not deleting the moment. It's not what you want. And again, that's not what soulmates are. You know, soulmates, they kind of, they come in and they, they dish out what it is that you're looking for. Not all at once. 
because these types of people know their worth, know their value, and and they're watching. They're seeing who's worthy of what's inside of them, and they're doling it out bit by bit. And so soulmates, really, they come in sort of under the radar, you know, because they're not big, flashy, sparkly people. Their light is shining mostly on the inside, and they're protective of their energy. They don't want to be splashing that stuff all over the place and just losing it willy-nilly. They're, they're conservative with their energy, and they watch and they observe, and they ask themselves, who is worthy of my time, attention, focus, and inner light? And so they're going to dish it out bit by bit by bit, just a little bit at a time. And all these little bits, they stitch themselves together into goodness on top of goodness on top of goodness. That is how you start recognizing one of those soulmate people is the goodness, the accumulation of goodness. And, you know, once once you're right in there, uh, that's, you know, once you're quite in there, then that might be where the lessons start happening and then it starts getting uncomfortable because now your ego might start, you know, wanting to disagree with the truths that are coming at you which is fine. Those are all learning experiences and we'll walk you through them as well as we get further into the podcast and everything. But you, those of you who were too nice, quit that shit. You got to stop doing that because what is happening is all this time that you're spending in these interactions is time that you are not allowing goodness to come in. And the negativity that it creates inside of you is taking up space where goodness cannot come in. And so the universe is saying that person is not ready for the goodness because they keep allowing the negativity. They keep responding to it. They keep trying to mold the negativity into goodness instead of simply saying, this is negative. I will not have it. I'm going to delete it because I'm waiting for the goodness. And it doesn't matter how long it takes. I will take the void. I will take the space. I will take the silence over negativity while I wait for the goodness to come. And that is when the universe starts saying, now you're ready. Now, there's another part of that. And that's the people that kind of get fired up with it, with the negativity. And, and they feel like they're positive people. They feel like they're striving to be positive. And they feel like they're, there's a lot of, you know, they're, they're all about the goodness. And they're like, you know what? I just want to show these people that I can put them in their place. And I just want to have a little bit of fun with them. And I just want to make them feel uncomfortable because they made me feel uncomfortable. And I call this fighting fire with fire. And fire does not put out fire. It never fixes the situation. All it does is it wraps you up in it like a hot dog in a bun. And and it's, you know, you've got sort of the negativity happening because you know when you open up your email you're going to see some of those messages so you're already amping yourself up for it and so there's the negativity that happens before and then there's the negativity that happens during while you were doing the behavior in responding to that and then there's the negativity after when you're thinking about it afterwards and we don't feel good we shouldn't feel good when we're taking part in this right? There's kind of like this tension in the stomach. There's the nervous butterflies. Like we know this is not a positive experience all around. We know this. And so the opposite of positive is negative. And so even though you're telling yourself, this is just fun. I'm just putting him in his place. 
I'm just giving him a dose of his own medicine. You still know it's not a positive experience. You know this is not goodness. And there's the universe watching over your shoulder going, well, not ready for goodness quite yet. And so it's waiting for you to be done with the behaviors so that it can start bringing the goodness into your life. Now, what do I do when it comes to, you know, negativity? Because, I mean, I'm a, I'm a public person, right? Like, I've got a YouTube channel. I've got a podcast. I've got the Facebook. The Facebook. I must be 47 to say that. I've got Instagram. I am everywhere. There, there are very few platforms that I am not on. I, I put myself on platforms and other platforms pick me up and put me on them. And so I get trolls. I get negative people. And they comment on my stuff and I'll read the first few sentences and the moment I see that it's it's somebody who's just vomiting anger, vomiting negativity, there's nothing constructive and I don't care how constructive it gets further on down the email, the moment it's insulting, I won't get to their constructive part because they block, they block themselves essentially because they just wanted to release negativity and vomit it on me And my response to that is no, simply no. And that is where my delete and then my block button comes in and it's done. And I got to tell you guys, I don't get this stuff often. And I really feel that it is because the moment it happens, I shut it down. And I'm sending a super, super, super clear signal to the universe that there is no place for this in my life. And if I gave it a percentage, I would say that 98% of what happens online for me is positive. I'm going to say 98.9. Seriously, there is such little negativity because the moment it pops up, I don't let it get into me. I do not. The moment I see it, I don't care how much that person has written, I will not go through it. I will not finish it. I got an email after one of my webinars, and, and it was the first No More Assholes webinar that I did. And, you know, in this, this, is, this webinar is, is based on my book, No More Assholes. And I say to people, there is no such thing. It's not, it's not that I'm calling other people assholes. It's that we are pissing ourselves off by choosing selfish short-term thinkers wanting them to be generous long-term thinkers and when when we're choosing somebody who just wants to have fun and we're trying to pull them into the category of long-term relationship we get upset that's when we say oh that person was such an asshole he or she didn't give me what i need i wanted a relationship and they're they're telling me they don't want me and i I just they're such a jerk because they just led me along and and, and I teach women no kissing for three months and, and state what you want at the very beginning. You know, I've had my fun. I'm looking for a long-term relationship now, somebody to start a family with, buy a house with. You know, I'm not saying this is you, but I'm wondering, what about you? Where are you at? And, and when you find, because I'm telling you, you know on that first date where you are, and so do they. And when you flesh that out, when you let them know where you stand and you find out where they stand, you know, that's part of the vetting process, right? If you find out on that first date that they're not going in the same direction you are, now you release yourself from that, which means they didn't get what they wanted. 
and then you use a no kissing for three months rule just in case they lied. And that means they don't get what they wanted. And sometimes guys get upset by that when they hear that message because, you know, they're they're using the tricks, right? And and I'm teaching women how to navigate the tricks and not get caught up in the tricks. And sometimes they lash out at me about that. And I had one of those. And I literally got two sentences in an email that I'm looking at my smartphone and, and it took up the whole rest of the page. And I don't know how much more there was because I didn't even bother scrolling. I pressed delete and then I pressed spam and that was it. Bye-bye. You know, messages that I get on my YouTube channel, sometimes I get the uh, the guys who give up on women and they're angry at women because, you know, they feel like they got the short end of the stick for whatever reason and they're just looking for other women to vomit on and they don't read or listen to what I say at all because I'm very pro-men. And I even say, like, I'm not judging the guys who are just having fun. I'm just saying don't pick them if you want a relationship. You know, but they're just looking for somebody who looks like a feminist. And so they'll vomit their stuff. And again, I don't read the whole thing. And I just delete and I just block. And when somebody comes into my life who is a negative person, and, and you know, it might not be that they're trying to be mean or that they're they're trying to, you know, that they just want to vomit. It, it just might be they just haven't taught themselves how to be positive yet and everything's a crisis and stuff just keeps going wrong in their lives and that's kind of one of the things that happen when you just allow negativity right like you you know you might play with it online but like attracts like which means that what you're doing in in some places is attracting negativity in others and so you know it's one terrible thing one emergency one bad obstacle after another and and I just say to myself, I got to go. I got to go because I can't deal with your fires because I just want to bring light and your constant fire is kind of not jiving well with my desire to just bring light. So this is a relationship. This is a friendship. This is a partnership that I'm not going to pursue because I want to focus and I want to stay on the side of my purpose, which is light and creating light and bringing light. And I can't bring you light if I'm in turmoil because I can't give you what I don't have. And you need to think about that in terms of what's happening inside your own home too. If you're allowing negativity, say in online places or in your friendships and your relationships, you're bringing that into your home you're infecting the people in your home with that and so deleting negativity in every area that you can takes it off of your shoulder takes it out of your life and gives you an opportunity to re-energize yourself with goodness and because you're feeling more goodness because you're feeling more relaxed because you don't have this tightness in your stomach you're allowing more goodness to come into your life. You're filling yourself up with that goodness. And now you start spilling it out. And now you're infecting the people around you with goodness and positivity. And now you're becoming that person like, oh, you know, every time you're around, I just feel so much better. And then next thing you know, you're like, oh, look at these great people that I'm meeting. 
look at this new person who's come into my life. Look at this great person who is showing me what an amazing partner that they can be. And there's so much light inside of them and I'm feeding off of that and it feels so good. And goodness on top of goodness on top of goodness starts happening. Maybe you get that job that you wanted so badly. Maybe you get that apartment, that house that you've been coveting. You know, life starts lining up because like attracts like. And the more goodness there is inside of you, the more goodness is coming at you. Hallelujah. I love it. And the universe is dishing it out and you are overflowing and it is amazing. And all you have to do is press the delete button. That's it. That's it, my loves. That is it. And you attract what you want because you are creating what you want by saying no to what you don't want. So press that delete button. Don't be afraid. Don't be too nice. Don't fight fire with fire. Don't take part and meditate, by the way. Meditate. You're going to love it. It's going to shrink your amygdala, which is your brain's fight or flight. It's going to increase your hippocampus, which is your introspection and compassion. You're going to feel balls. You're going to love it. You're going to love yourself. You're going to love life. You're going to start having happy cries. Oh my God, guys, get on this train. It is so good. It is so good. And I want you to hop on because I want to see you on it with me because I love you. I love you tons. I love you so much, honestly. Like, I love you. I love your love. I love you responding. I just love having you in my life. You guys are really awesome. So that being said, uh, I want you to come do more stuff with me. We're going to have a lot, a lot of fun, guys. I am just getting started. I keep saying this. Holy cow. I am just getting started. Uh, so um, weekly webinars, I do like a one-on-one -on -one with you guys three times a month. Uh, like second, third, fourth Tuesday of every month, different topic every time. You guys tell me what the topic is. So when you hop on and, and we talk about what it is I'm talking about, at the end of it, I say, okay, what are we doing next? And you guys tell me what we're doing next. So sign up for that is the Chantal Hyde Show. And then also once a month, first Tuesday of the month, I hop on with beautiful Rebecca Rebecca Thomas from Grand Rapids, Michigan. She's a life coach. She is amazing. And her and I have something fabulous in common, which is we both have incredible soulmates. And we are going to give you hope. We are going to see you that the good men are not all taken. And we're going to teach you how to find them. And that is the No More Assholes webinar. So hop on on that. You can go to canadasdatingcoach.com. You're going to find all the links on there. Uh, follow me on Instagram because I'm constantly on Instagram saying all kinds of stuff and letting you know what's coming up. Uh, obviously, you're subscribed to my podcast, right? If you're not, you better hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel because I am posting videos pretty much every week. And I just love teaching you. And, and the more we grow and the more you learn. Oh, by the way, buy my books. Yay. On Amazon. So you know, you got Comeback Queen, Dating 101, Fake Love Me Not Apply, No More Assholes, After the First Kiss, Fix That Shit, Say Yes to Goodness. And then, of course, Custom Made. If you're wondering what it is you're custom made to do and how you're going to put that out in the world, that's the book for you. 
and and just comment like share i love seeing you out there i love responding to you i love hearing from you i love your voice i love your voice so i love you guys and i will talk to you soon